Welcome to the Opening Bell News Podcast for today. I'm your host, Michael Lee from Michael Lee Strategy. Several big stories we're working on this morning. Uh, The first being uh, the labor market. Thursday is Jobs Day, where weekly jobless claims are released, as well as the continuing claims. So the weekly claims is the first time filing for unemployment, and the continuing claims are people who continue to file for unemployment benefits as weeks go in and weeks go out. Uh, We have had an extraordinary year, uh, unlike any other, when it comes to people filing for unemployment claims uh, as a result of the pandemic. Uh, In March um, of this year, (laughs) uh, unemployment going into March this year, unemployment claims were were averaging roughly 200,000 a week. Uh, today they came in at 963,000, which is the lowest since the week of, uh, March, March, uh, March 21st. So these weekly unemployment claims capped out at 6.86 million and are now down to 963,000. This is, uh, still a very large number of people filing for unemployment claims. Uh, but this trend is clearly headed in the right direction. Uh, the number that I have been looking at closely is the continuing claims. Uh, weekly unemployment claims are typically your best real-time data for measuring the overall employment situ- situation because it is data in, data out. A uh, certain number of people go to the unemployment file online for unemployment claims at the unemployment office in all of the 50 states. It gets totaled up and spit out every week. So whatever errors or inconsistencies there are in the number, those are consistent on a weekly basis. So it gives you a very good relative gauge as to what's going on. However, in light of this pandemic and the number of sheer volume of people filing, this number has had some noise, some inaccuracies, uh, some, some state unemployment offices not able to handle these claims coming in and out. However, the weekly claims that come in and out, um, Th- those the continuing claims are, I think, are your best gauge at the moment for what is going on in the labor market. Because as certain people lose their job, other people get their jobs back. Jobs are created, jobs lost. Okay, this number peaked uh, in the week of May 9th at just under twenty five million. The peak number for that was twenty four million nine hundred twelve thousand. We are now down to fifteen million four hundred eighty six thousand. This is a fantastic improvement. All in all, I think 50 million different individuals have filed for initial unemployment claims, but the only the, the people that continue to file for um, their unemployment claims week in, week out is, ju- is at 15,486,000. That number prior to the coronavirus pandemic was at 1.6 million. So what we are seeing now, we are still almost 10 times that level. However, um, we have seen... <laughs> job growth of nine, almost 10 million jobs come back that were lost in this pandemic. Uh, this is a healthy trend that we look, that, that, that gives us, you know, the overall economy that things are starting to get back on track. We're not where we were before, but this is very good news uh, for the overall economy. It's ahead of estimates. Uh, and as long as we see that continuing claims number continue to trend downwards, uh, that's good news to get everybody back to work. Uh, next on the uh, agenda today are Uber and Lyft. Uber and Lyft uh, in the state of California 
are, are no longer allowed to pay their drivers as independent contractors. The, the drivers uh, need to be employees, W-2 employees of the company. And as a result, uh, Uber and Lyft may shut down operations in the state of California. There was a law that was passed against gig economy workers in the state of California, making it much harder for people that work on contract work or um, do Uber and Lyft type jobs as, a, as full-time work. Uh, for them to work in the state of California as a violation of California labor laws, um, Uber and Lyft uh, believe that they may have to temporarily shut operations until they can convert all these drivers uh, to full-time employees and pay benefits and payroll tax uh, and, and all sorts of other um, other regulations. You know, this is a huge wrench into the business models in that state. California is one of the biggest states in the union. I believe they are not working in the in, in anybody's favor here. I think they are working against. Uh, I think this law works against many of the drivers that make a living doing this on the West Coast, uh, especially at a time like this where people are probably particularly afraid to drive in the cars. Um, this this is uh, you know going to make a very very sticky situation for two massive companies that are. I'd say relatively important to our economy, as well as for a lot of people just trying to either make a couple extra bucks on the side or make their living as a driver. Uh, and the last news item is something a little bit, a little bit better hearted is AMC Entertainment um, is going to the movie theater chain is going to open its doors on August 20th to celebrate a hundred years of the business. And as a celebration, they're going to charge 1920 prices. So it's 15 cents to go see a movie uh, at AMC movie theaters, they're going to re-release some of um, some of its movies, uh, such as uh, Black Panther, uh, the first movie I ever saw in the movie theater, Back to the Future, Ghostbusters, Grease, uh, Star Wars Episode Five, and The Empire Strikes Back. Um, so uh, it should be um, it should be pretty uh, pretty interesting. The stock was up on that news that they're going to get uh, all these things open. So if, if you're willing to go out to a movie theater in this day and age, you'll be able to do so at a very discounted price. Uh, that is all for Thursday, August 13th. Uh, I'm Michael Lee, and this is the Opening Bell Podcast.